The golden rule says you should treat others the way you want to be treated. But an unfortunate truth is that idea doesn't account for the driving power of wanting to prove someone wrong or get even. Media moguls Vince McMahon and Ted Turner turned the 90s cable airwaves into an open war zone of professional wrestling with millions of fans. The global superpowers of the 20th century even threw down to be the first to send a man to the moon just as a flex. There are stories where people crash and burn in perceived mutual hatred, too. Like naturalist Charles Waterton humiliating himself trying to bring down American birding icon James Audubon. But that's the beauty of beef. It's funny, it's dark, it's humanity in a nutshell. And it's a triple gold signal award-winning show from Next Chapter Podcasts. I'm Bridget Todd. Join me as I serve up the juiciest rivalries you've never heard of. Listen to Beef wherever you get your podcasts. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If. Only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. So there can be only one question for you this week, Christopher, and that is, how was the Beyonce concert? It was top three best concerts I've ever been to in my whole life. Mm-hmm. And I say that because, one, she is, in my opinion, I think the most beautiful person alive. Like it okay. when she, it starts with her coming out in like a long dress and she's like, right off the top is just like, hi, like, thank you all for being here. And also like, I'm just going to remind everyone how good of a singer I am. Like, so be ready. Like there's zero, like, it's not like Renaissance, like summer Renaissance is the first song and she's coming out or like, it's not like act one Renaissance, like at the beginning, it's like her singing some of her older songs. Doing okay. ballads like bow. This is like the ballad portion, and she's at, like, right at gonna, the top, right at the top. Wow. She's like, let me just remind you that I'm a great singer, and just starts like singing all these ballads, and you're like blown away by how great her voice. Very is. Celine Dion of her. Go on. Very, correct. And then, 
every single moment of that every human being that went on that stage, camera crew included, was choreographed like to the hair, like mm. to the T. It was so the production value is unparalleled. The the LED screen behind her is apparently like the the most state of the art LED screen. Right. Like in the, in the can ever be made. And I think it's called Hassan will literally shoot me in the face whenever I say this because he told me what it was called nine million times. I think I believe it's called it's like vanishing LED screen because okay. you can like see through it or something. I don't know. I just okay. know that it costs like like the screen that she had was like over a million dollars probably. OK. And that's just the screen that you're watching the concert on. Do you know what I mean? It's like not even any part of the actual real concert. Right. It was so it, she is so good at what she does and she's been doing it since she was 15 years old, like professionally. Right. So she should be like, imagine watching someone that's done something for 30 years, do it for, do something that they're really good at. Every don't time you, she, don't you see that when you look at me doing this podcast every yes, week? Correct. I think it must be the same. So it's you were exactly thinking of me the, when was, she walked out yes, there. I was thinking okay. exactly of you. Appreciate that. But even you. just when she would turn to walk up back from like when like she would like go out into like the pit to like sing to people and then she would come back and even her walking back to her mark in the middle of the stage, instead of that being like a part where you don't see her and you just see like the backup dancers dance and then she like to distract you, her moving from the pit to the mark in the middle of the stage was an entire choreographed part of the show where the camera crew was shooting her the opposite way they normally would be bringing her back to her mark. And she would like her taking a step is the most beautiful piece of art I've ever seen in my life. And she, when she gets intense and is performing, it's no one can, no one is it's, it's unparalleled. It really is. When she gets into her rappers, like more rappy songs, like, and not that she can't sing and she's not a great singer, but like when she gets into the, like Beyonce, like for when she did formation, people were losing their minds. Like it was so good. When she was doing a lot of the more rap songs, like it was, I was like, I'm watching a master. It truly was the worst part of the entire concert was the end. Whenever she gets on the disco ball horse and it floats in the air. And then she gets off of the disco ball horse and is flying around on strings like Jesus, like through the concert <laughs> and saying like, thank you to the band. And, thank you. and I was like, what the fuck is happening? It was the only part that I was like, what is this? Every other part was like so beautifully choreographed and just everything that happened between. And again, like the camera people were a part of that. Like every shot was planned out. There was not one second that they were like, oh, we're just going to like do whatever we want to do. It was so masterfully done. I've never, I will never, like, unless I go to another one of her concerts, I'll never see that ever again. It sounds like they may, and this is a guess, that they may for this concert have used a little bit more prep time than what we do before we're recording this podcast. What are your just, thoughts? Just a little bit. Mm. Just, it's just a, a guess. Bit. Having no, not yeah. seen yes. the concert. Um, was, my, well, I have a, one more important question. Okay. Were you relieved when Blue Ivy came out and everyone all at once realized she's now finally starting to look like Beyonce, Beyonce and not Jay-Z? Jay yes. Yeah. I, I was so happy to see mm -hmm. that she looks now exactly like her. Yeah. Not even just like, oh, this is her child. Like 
go look at the writings on the wall and look at Beyonce like in the middle in the bottom of that of that the four of them it yeah. is Blue Ivy's face I, I feel like all gay people especially exhaled and they were like thank god I do not have to play pretend for the next 30 yeah. years yes. with this one that she doesn't look like Jay-Z the ugliest person I've ever seen because I mean yeah and look no you know it must be the cash because it ain't your face even yes. Beyonce said, said that, that. yes so she, I think, also wouldn't have used that lyric had she not looked at Blue Ivy and thought, okay, it's turning. It's, it's yeah, like the it's The face is now, turning yeah. to me, so now I can sing about how ugly Jay-Z is. And she is the most beautiful person in the whole world. Like, I will You've say it again. Like, she's, it was, I was beyond blown away by her beauty. It was, there was a point where that she sings all the, she sings like Virgo's Groove and all those like more sexual mm. songs. And she's coming out of a half clamshell and she's laying on, and it is shot like Soul Train. Like it has like the like light, the lights make like X's. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Like the mm-hmm. lens flary X's of the, yep. it's shot very Soul Train-esque. And she's laying in a half clamshell in that like black, like the hands outfit where the like black hands are like covering like this. I've seen it. I've seen it on She's social. She's laying on her side in a half clamshell. And it, I was like, this is the most beautiful thing I've ever seen in my life. She's so good. And when she turns her attention onto the camera, it's like, you're like captivated. She's one of the greatest entertainers of all time. Of like, all time. All around like, But like, yeah. And I've always loved her. And like, I've always, and like there were times when I faltered, like when, when the elevator video came out, I was like, what the fuck is this? Like, you're <laughs> supposed to be like, this strong woman and you're just like letting your, like you're just like not even involved in your sister screaming at your husband. Like I, there was a part where I lost uh-huh. respect for her and then that it took a while for me to get back there. And like, not for nothing. Renaissance is like a ball, like is like, is like celebrating ball right? culture. She had a full ball at the very end of the concert with all of these ball performers that were out amazing. I and a lot of her once. dancers came Chicago in and there. were like, yeah, it was, was crazy. A, it was crazy. It um, was so good. It was so well done. It was it was everything. It was it was truly like it, we didn't even spend that much on tickets. I would have paid double for what I for what we saw. Let me ask you, what did you expect her to do when she got out of that elevator with Solange and JC? Had, I don't know, JC, but at least you want to go react? in the mi- go in the middle of them and be like, stop doing this. Not stand there as her sister like hits her husband with like a shoe. Yeah, but see, I took that as no. But she was she like, wanted, "I want she, him to." She yeah, was that's, like, "You do well, it because I don't want to break a nail." Well, that's beat true. his ass, Solange. Like, yeah, no, you're right. That's what sisters do. Speaking of, you know, obviously, friend of the show Rebecca Bregman came with us to the show, and she. Okay. When I tell you, we were laughing the entire time because all we kept doing was going, "Is that Tina Knowles?" and kept pointing <laughs> to random people. <laughs> To see if, if the paramedics were going to lift her out to get yes. a better because she was in the wrong seat. <laughs> yes. All we would do is point to like some random person like walking, like a little ant walking, like you know, down like a, the middle row. And I go, "Is that Tina Knowles?" And then we kept going, "Is, is that so Oprah funny. Winfrey?" <laughs> we were like laughing <laughs> so hard. We're such idiots. But the concert was amazing. She, I mean, her voice is out of this. It's out of. It's the best. One of the best voices to ever exist. Like it was insane. It was she so good. I never hear. And, and this I is the never, like about the actual voice. You don't really. She doesn't like, sing anymore. That's why. What do you mean? She doesn't sing. Sing. She doesn't sing anymore. Count. Think of like love on top. Like she's actually singing. Mm-hmm. Like she doesn't sing at all in any of these songs on Renaissance. You mean she's just like speaking her way through it? She's like rap. She's it's like rap. Like she's rapping. Mm-hmm. 
Like it's technically rap if we have to like really break it down. Yeah. It's not, you must not know about me. You must not. Like that's not what's happening on this album. You know what I mean? Right. She's like, it's all, it's a rap. Like she's a rapper now, which is fine. But that's why no one's like talking about her singing voice. Cause she doesn't, she had to come out and sing all her old songs to be like, remember when I would sing and like, you know what I mean? And we were like, yes, I love this. Like, please sing. Do you think that's why she started off with it and also started off with the stuff that's most vocally challenging? Because yeah, 100%. when you are hopping around there, I mean, you know, I can barely make it through the third number in my shows. And all I do is literally stand, stand in one there, spot literally. begging the yeah. Lord to not let me faint. Yeah. By the time um, that third number comes around, my uvula is in the audience. Well, and she was in like a gown, which she's not in for the rest of the show because she's like dancing the whole time. It was all the like non-dance numbers. So she did it before right. like this, before the um, background dancers come on. She does it in a gown that's beautiful and she just stands there and sings. And I like it because it's probably, it's one of the more vocally challenging songs. And right. like, even when she sang love on top, like in the middle and like towards the end of the concert, she didn't, then she has sing the audience like, sing. It. She has the audience sing all of the like right. key changes, like the step ups. And then, and she made it a joke of being like, cause towards the end, she's like, mm, like she starts like being like, Oh, like, did you hit that note? Like, and it was funny. And then she's like, wow, that was beautiful. And then she lets everyone cheer and then everyone dies down. And then she just goes one, two, three, four. And then out of nowhere, an entire band that is, hidden until right then wall basically walks out of a wall and they start playing the beginning of crazy in love like and everyone then immediately just goes fucking crazy it was the best reveal i've ever seen on stage did everyone be quiet when she sang everybody at my show it was like there was like some people didn't do it and then people were like upset apparently but i'm like who cares fucking new jersey man yeah i know right Um, there was a rainbow right before together. we went into the concert. That was great. I um, saw that. I saw I that pictures on of it. social media. And the funniest thing is that, like, Beyonce's earned, like, every applause that we've ever given her. Sure. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, rightfully so. Blue Ivy's not earned one of those applauses. And when she came <laughs> on the stage, people were screaming. Like, we were screaming as if, like, Princess Diana had come back to life. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, as if, like, like we were screaming as if, like, the most fam- every every A-list person in America was on the stage at the same time. Well, it's Roy- she's royalty. She it's is like royalty. screaming for Princess like, Charlotte was, in the UK. That's who she is here. so funny because it was like, she walked out and was like, hi. Like, she didn't even care that she was right. there. This she is should have child- been wearing a t-shirt that said Kardashian who? Like, yeah, that's she, what like, she should, that's the attitude she, she needs. To barely even dance. Like, she's not even that good of a, t- not to be rude. Well, that like, was my question. Is she talented? Does no, she have- no. Oh, but she doesn't, need, it doesn't year. matter because she appeared and we went insane mm-hmm. like more crazy than we did at the beginning of the concert when it first started Do you know what i mean like and everyone right. was like really excited it was crazy and she was like dancing i mean she was fine you know what i mean but what i will say is that whenever there's a part where they do their whole little dance that everyone has seen on the internet that we all know all the work all the moves to but there's a right. point where they both flip around and they give each other like a fist bump and then beyonce leaves because she then has to like get on top of a tank to then have a right. tank like come out as into the, one does, yeah. Of course, so then, like, right. perform on top of it, and Blue then goes down the stage to the front, and then is like killing time so her mom can like be strapped into this tank. And right. it was there was something about it, and I got very emotional whenever it happened because there was something so beautiful about like this is what this woman has done for her entire life, and now she's able to actually like share that with her child in a way that like right, what person can do that to like share their like dream of their life with their child. 
I wonder if she's a humanoid, actually, now that we're thinking, like, now that we're talking about it. I wonder if she is an actual human being or if she's what, a what, Maybe she's not. An maybe alien. she's a hybrid human being. Maybe she is the, maybe she's the pinnacle star. of AI. Yes. <laughs> That's, maybe this was well, the whole, the whole point, album is her coming out. Yeah. At one point, there was, like, lights that, like, shot up into the air, like the 9-11 memorial. And, like, Rebecca was like, look, she's calling the aliens. And then we were, like, dying. <laughs> There were alien, there were people dressed as aliens at the show. Did you see that's, them? No, but that's really fucking funny. Yeah, and they went both nights. The, I mean, aliens are people. real, so what can we do? They are now, and no one even cares. There's not even anyone's talking about it. No one even cares. They've admitted that they have alien bodies in somewhere because it doesn't matter because we have so we many know. fucking yeah. problems. No one cares. No like, one cares. Literally, they they want people to come here. They and should annihilate like shake, us yeah. so we can start over. <laughs> yeah. Like when people hear there are aliens, they don't doubt it. They're just like, hurry up. That's what yeah. I say can to you, the alien. Put us all out of our fucking yeah. misery. We're too, we're taking too long ourselves. Good Lord. Cr- yeah. But all this to say, it was a great concert. I'm glad you had fun. I don't know even like a middling review of it. Not even it one. was, but because there, there can't be, you, you have to be like a super hater if you, cause it was so well made that even if you didn't, even if you didn't know any of her music, you would be like, wow, that was a great concert. Right. Not that there's a human being on this planet that doesn't know one of her songs, but like it was, it was surprised. great. Speaking of beautiful performances, I think it's time to get to our guests so we can talk about um, someone doing a beautiful performance at the Waffle House. <laughs> Would you agree? I sure. I mean, I will agree that that is the most ham-handed segue in the eleven-year history of this podcast, and I love it. It's my favorite. Let's get into it. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot, maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. We have um, possibly the funniest person that I know and without trying. No. And the funniest yes. person you are all about, about to know. To know. Yes. <gasps> Her name is Leanna Inzarello. She just eloped. I was just showering her with Bachelorette fun during the Barbie movie. You've seen it on my Instagram. She's here. She, as she calls herself, longtime listener, first time caller. Wait a second. You just eloped? I did. I eloped Wait. two months ago. Congratulations. Thank you. We I did not hoot. know that fact. Yes. Oh, yes. I'm a, I'm a married woman. So. Where did you Where did you elope? We actually did it in Niagara Falls. We wore oh. very old glam. Oh, um, the kitchen, the romantic. camp. I love it. I, I love it. Kitchen camp, and it was the kitschiest and the campiest. But it really was so nice. The park is so beautiful. It really just 
it gave all it needed to give. Leanna was going to come on here and try to fix Leah Michelle. And then someone else in that's more connected to Broadway popped up that we need to do an episode with. And that I stole Leah Michelle away from this woman. It's and okay. in, but instead, a little article came out very recently, and I said, Leanna, <laughs> Tuesday, meet me at the meet me on the mic, and we need to discuss this woman because the single funniest thing that I've ever heard in my entire life was uttered by Leanna and Zarillo about Lana Del Rey. We were talking about Lana Del Rey's Instagram and the things that she posted, and we were very upset about it. And Leanna said to me, she goes, you know, sometimes when I feel worthless, I just remember that Lana Del Rey has a publicist. (laughs) (laughs) Now, if that isn't the most, like reassuring thing you've ever heard in your entire <laughs> life. I don't know what is. <laughs> Thank you so much for saying that. It that really was, is my crowning achievement comedically, was, period. I, I truly think it was the single funniest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. Thank you so much for saying that. And the, and the comment stands. The comment stands because... Because she's doing nothing, whoever she is. I looked, I was researching high and low trying to get a name for this person who is... Lana Del Rey's I, I was dying to know. I think I, saw, I read an article that she cycled through four. Okay. So four of them came in the get past, right. In the past, what, 10 years or so? That I feel like that's a high turnover. Yeah. Oh, oh I think so. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. But I'm wondering because we've really known who she was since what, like 2010, 2012? Like, yes. I mean, we'll, we'll, once we dive in, we'll, we'll decide where to start. But I think her SNL appearance is sort of a good, yeah, that's a good, a good place to start. And I think that was in 2012. You know, we also skipped, I, you know, my favorite part of the podcast is when I get to reveal the middle names of the people we fix. But not only does she have an unusual middle name, she just has a whole different fucking yeah, name. It's like, not it's even her not. name at all. Alana <laughs> Del Rey, birth name, Elizabeth Woolridge Grant. Scottish. Scottish. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're, you're saying that as though we need to hide our wallets when you say Scottish. <laughs> do we? But like, how do you go from Lizzie Woolridge Grant oh, to did. Lana Del Rey? I love that. As a Scotswoman? Like, how do you do that? So, so some in my, in my, um, Lana Del Research, as I've been calling it. Um, <laughs> I am surmising that Lana is a culture vulture, second only to Gwen Stefani. That's been oh, the, the oh ongoing God. thread through all of my Lana Del Research is that she is the number two culture vulture in <laughs> pop music. I'm at Lana Del Research. I, I can't. So I was actually researching how she got to become... Lana Del Rey from Elizabeth Woolridge Grant because she was performing as all of these different names. One of them was like Sparkle Jump Rope Star, something Stop. insane. Like that. I wish I was joking. I wish I was joking. I'm Come literally on. 100% serious. Literally. Um, and then evidently the reason how she got Lana Del Rey and good thing we're all in the sitting position because you will need to be seated. I'm actually they standing, were... but fuck off, Leanna. I'm <laughs> okay. Really sorry. Sure. Sorry. If you're standing, if you pass out, that's on you. It's not, it's not my, my job to keep you safe. Yeah, there's um, a um, couch behind me. There's, there are oh, two fancy couches. A little, a little chasse. Um, she got the name when she was visiting Miami and Speaking a lot of Spanish with her friends. No, no. Yep. No. Leanna, no. I have no comment. I was literally, uh, 
Oh, no. And so before that, she was May Jailer, Sparkle Jump Rope Queen, and then Lizzie Grant and the Phenomena. And because she spent, I don't know, a summer in Miami with her friends speaking a lot of Spanish, she was like, of course, Lana Del Rey. The only thing that would make that story better is if she legally changed her name all of those times. And if she has driver's licenses that say Sparkle Jump Rope Star, Sparkle Jump Rope Queen, Queen, Sparkle. When I found Sparkle Jump Rope Queen, I was like, that was the name of my band on my childhood block. It was Sparkle Band Rock. That was my aim, like, handle, like, in like, you know what I mean? My third grade band that we played on Home Depot buckets and tissue box guitars. That was Sparkle Band Rock. She was literally like, what, 27? Sparkle Jump Rope Queen. Wait, are you being serious? I thought you were joking. Not really. Sparkle Band Rock. No, that was really my third grade band, Sparkle Band Rock. Really? <laughs> so funny. So you've had some sort of emotional connection to her for quite some time, actually. I, clearly, it's a lifelong thing, and her life has been very interesting. Wait, she that, wait, kind we move yes. on. I'm so sorry. I love you. I okay. love that you're no, bringing please. this very long. So basically what you're telling me, though, is that she goes to Miami. She basically pulls a Hilaria Baldwin and is like, I love Spain. <laughs> She's like, I love the Spanish language and I should definitely be called Lana Del Rey. Yes. And the Del Rey comes from a Brazilian truck. That's where the Del Rey comes from. Stop. She also, I think, like, it's funny because her commercial success isn't even really that big, in my opinion, in the sense of like, she only had a couple songs that have like been on the radio. I happen to agree with you, but I was looking at some of the lists. She's on a lot of like billboardy kind of lists, oh, kind really? of things. Her streams are really, really high. Um, so I personally don't find her to be commercially appealing. I think she really attracts a certain subsect of girls, like very terminally online women, like myself. Terminally um, online women. <laughs> <laughs> But I think that's her her appeal. But honestly, there are a lot of terminally online women. I think that is who she's making aesthetic music for. That's what I would categorize as aesthetic music. I I say that to mean like, I remember like Summertime Sadness was her big song. That was like on, and that was like probably what, 2013, 14, probably, maybe 15. And that was like a big song. But like, other than that, like she didn't have a lot of big, like there's not a lot of her songs that I like know all the words to. I From like I hearing doing... it at a grocery store. Do you know what I'm saying? No one is playing Lana Del Rey in the produce aisle. Nobody's doing that. No. They're not like, this is fresh. Lana. Yeah. <laughs> They're not doing that. Why? So my first, I don't know when she, you know, was birthed into pop culture, but my very first and very distinctly clear recollection is when she was on Saturday Night Live. And I just remember there being a buzz the three days before she was going to be on. And it has happened many times where whoever's going to be on SNL is someone I haven't heard of before. Of those times, I would say 90%, I end up liking whoever they were and or subsequently becoming like a casual fan or at least knowing who they were. And Lana Del Rey was, I mean, you know, the the report's are they, the the reviews are like the best you find is blah and the worst is like an unmitigated disaster but it was like <laughs> a historically horrible music performance on Saturday night live and i'm quoting the internet the appearance was trashed by music fans bloggers and even nbc news anchor brian williams who in a leaked email to gawker's chief called it quote one of the worst outings in snl history <gasps> 
Okay, to to quote Chris, slam. Yeah. Also, you know, Brian Williams, who I believe lost his job because he claimed that he single-handedly like saved the yeah. Berlin Wall. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. It was all him. So are, are men okay? We'll take that we with a grain. <laughs> take it with a grain or two. Um, yeah, like he had bigger problems. He had bigger fish to fry, which is like trying to get into a helicopter to pretend like he was like in that one helicopter that he said. Because he's protecting, us all. he's protecting yeah. us all. He's protecting us all. Thank you um, for your service, Brian. Wow. Um, so oh. she sort of entered, she entered pop culture for me, at least then as maybe not an anti-hero, but just as like someone who was like, how did you get so popular if you're so clearly not good? Well, and a few weeks later, SNL had Kristen Wiig dress up as Lana Del Rey and appear and because like defend, so many people like defend her. Yeah. They yes. like defended her and was like, she, they basically were like, we're not like, the Grammys, like, let her fucking perform. Like, what the fuck? I let a vividly, bitch live. I vividly remember her, Kristen Wiig coming on as her, and like being I like, remember "Hi, the it's big me," thing. and it was like, and it's like, it hasn't been since like Ashley Simpson that someone was so like reviled. I remember from SNL the big thing being the Lana spin meme when there was like, there's that video of her just like doing that <laughs> yes. little strange. Walk about. Oh, I Sim- do remember that. Yes. I don't think how- I ever would have thought of that again for the rest of my life had you not brought it up here. But I, I do cannot do it. long division, but that is in my brain. So just <laughs> let you know where like the priorities are for me. Um, but it was similar to what you're saying about Ashley Simpson. People were like really replaying the image of her doing that awful that jig. rodeo dance. Yeah, like yeah, jig was a perfect word. Yeah, the jig from Ashley Simpson and like the spin from Lana. So like that was was my big takeaway from that moment. She sucked. I, but listen, sometimes people bomb. But I also feel like she is someone who has been reviled in the industry for a long time. And I think a lot of people think she's like an industry plant. That's the feeling that I get. Where does that her. come from since you've done all the? Is her dad a music producer or something? I was dying to know. I was so ready to be like Lana Del Rey, Nepo baby. I was ready to do it. But it's not the case. Her dad's a copywriter. Her mom's a teacher. They moved from Manhattan to Lake Placid. Like nothing sexy or juicy there. Christ. Okay. So literally nothing going on, but a lot of people think she's an industry plant. I'm not sure why. And I think as a result of that, that stigma for whatever reason, people are like, she's not authentic. You know, this is a put on. And I'm like, well, she's not authentic. Her name is Elizabeth. And now she's Lana Del Rey. I mean, I wonder what the trajectory would have been had she like been a plus plus that night on SNL. Like what would it have been? I don't know. I guess like, I wonder if it would have endeared people more to her. I I also wonder why in general, there's so much hatred for her. Even myself, I just think it's been a lot of very public missteps that have led to negative public perception. That's my feeling, which is not undeserved. I don't think. When it seems like she keeps being like, like you say, a culture vulture in the sense of like her being like, oh, I'm going to like dress up like a gangster, like someone that was in prison. And everyone's like, please don't do this. Like, it's very offensive. Like, please stop. And she's like, what? And then like, she's like, I'm going to like be Spanish now. And then they're like, please don't do this. It's very offensive. Like, please stop. And then she's like, huh? And then she's like, now I'm going to talk about chemtrails and like conspiracy theories in my music. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just like, whatever the thing is, that's like the hot button issue to like not do. She's just like diving right into it. She's an edgelord, a pure edgelord. (laughs) (laughs) Did she try to be a real like pop star and it didn't work? And now she knows that she can get press if she does things like this or do things like work at the Waffle House. (laughs) 
I personally don't think she was ever a true pop star. Because when you think of pop star, who do you think of? Madonna, Britney, Gaga, Rihanna. Those are people who have had consistent mainstream hits, obviously. I'm never here to besmirch the name of any of those fine women. But for her, I think it's been a little bit of a different alternative pathway to stardom. Yeah, she you, has can, had some you can say that again. It's definitely alternative, alternative pathways to stardom. It's like fake news, but for pop stars. And I just feel that because she has been so, I won't call her indie because she is on major labels, but she's just had an appeal to a very specific, whoever was very into the movie Maleficent and who likes Lana Del Rey, that Venn diagram is a circle. Okay. Like for the gothy edgy girls. <laughs> And then she you did basically, the song. There's one per only Wednesday Adams lies in that small <laughs> arena. That's who you've just described. The tiniest of arenas. I want to say something positive about her. I'm I'm a consistent fan of the eye makeup. I I, I, just, I love it. Live and I her live face. I love she her face. She's is, she's oh, really beautiful. I'm, really, I'm, really beautiful. Okay, you know how Leanna was in the opposite camp of us for the Barbie movie. Like that, I'm in the opposite camp of her face. Do you think that she's unattractive it's, physically? It's not even that. It's like I've never seen so much work done on a person that's so young. <gasps> Slam. No, like, and I know that I'm just, like, I know that I'm not supposed to do this, but it's just like th- it's, there's parts of me that start to go like, is there an addiction to plastic surgery that's happening? Like, do you know what I'm saying? She's rested, Chris. She's rested. But like, I don't know. I mean, it, it could very well be. Of her. I know. I would be curious to do like a little deep dive um, and see into her what, face. To yeah. her face, <laughs> I will say any person in the public eye probably looks very different, start to finish. I'll say, okay, yeah. Even no, Lady Gaga, no, Lady correct. Gaga does not look like herself but anymore. It's not, but that's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying change over time. I am saying like amount of obvious work where your face looks like a plastic surgeon when ape shit on it like oh, like that no very plastic i'm look? talking like plasticky look like it's like it's like not good work is what i'm saying <gasps> I'm googling not the now. shoddy work the, yeah i mean i was already googling her now i want lana del rey today i want to look at, i want to i want well, to google live stream of her google face right the now. waffle house pictures because that's oh, what we have to talk about couldn't right? be yes. less now so Chem trails over the waffle house baby let's get into it <laughs> Should I just title this episode? <laughs> Wait, I have an alternate. Born to fry. <laughs> Every piece of her face has like been redone by a plastic surgeon. It just lo- and if it's and if that is not true, she looks like that. I she wants I to- see what you mean. I personally think she looks. I happen to like her look overall. I see what you mean. I also find people who are in the public eye have a tendency to look what I will call overfilled. I just feel like it looks sometimes a little shiny and glossy when there's too much filler going on. But I do think she does encapsulate that 1950s, wistful, mysterious, kind of film noir beauty with like the big body wave and her full lips. I think there's something very beautiful and fleeting about her, which I think is why she has captured this certain sect of people online in the alternative mm. community. I think that really is a big piece of it, especially some people call her music dream pop. And I think that's perfect because it's so cinematic when her stuff is produced. <laughs> there's so much, there's a lot of strings. It's a lot of like, oh, did I just walk into like a dream cloud? That's how I feel when I listen to some of her tracks. Yeah. 
for me, the genre dream pop should probably be renamed snooze button. That is what the music sounds like. <laughs> the question is, will you still love her when she's no longer young and beautiful? That is her, another one of her hits. No, people, so people who aren't young and you beautiful. You just said, no, not. I'm fucking dead. No, you were like, not, no, people who are not young and beautiful are not loved. Welcome to planet Earth in 2023. <laughs> Period. <laughs> This is this is right along the lines with Dominic's like rule of like if you're really hot like you can just do whatever you want and like no one can there stop are no you. excuses for hot people to be unhappy no <laughs> excuses I've I've been dying to be a hot happy person dying yeah I mean we all will be after we're dead we have the choice but you know for now if there's a hot person who's like woe is me I'm like no no. No. I happen to think she look looks up. good. I'm happy to put a pin in that, though. But I do think she looks – I think she looks all right. Well, speaking of how she looks, let's talk about why we're here. So she, out let's of discuss. nowhere, so on someone's random, like, TikTok slash – the internet starts to go ablaze with pictures of people taking selfies with Lana Del Rey, who's wearing a Waffle House uniform and is literally working at the Waffle House. Like literally poor, doing poor people cosplay in which, front of yeah, our very eyes. Right. Literally called cool poor people cosplay that made me almost drown in a pool whenever she said it. <laughs> what what's happening? Why is she so, doing this? I have some theories. Please. I have some theories. So somewhat so again, I have been in the trenches for y'all, okay? I've been deep in the old <laughs> in subreddit. Lana, Lana Del Rey <laughs> subreddit. I'm I've been there. I've, I'm doing the work. My boots are muddy. You're doing the Lord's Morale work. Morale is low. You're doing, doing the, the Lord's, Lord's work. work. So people are thinking that she may be on the verge of re- re-releasing some work under the Lizzie Grant and the Phenomena name. That Why? was a- or, Why? For what okay. reason? I cannot even tell you. But so the girlies on the Lana Del Rey subreddit are saying that these people are mentally ill, keep in mind, um, that they have been noticing their favorite them- videos that don't have like the no attribution to Lana, like all of the May Jailer stuff, the Lizzie stuff. It's all getting pulled off YouTube left and right, left and right. And when she was performing oh. as these two personas, it was much more about she has lived in a trailer park. So she is you know, aware of what it is like to be someone who is, you know, downtrodden and on, on the skids a little bit. Okay. So people are thinking that this is a little bit of a PR stunt to allude to the fact that she's going back to a grittier musical era or a less produced musical era. And she may be re-releasing music from this era, which I say, girl, do less, just release the music. There's no need for you to put on the little apron, but maybe her shitty publicist was like, hey girl, I have a crazy idea that's going to let you do that 70s Americana shtick that you really, really love. Are you ready? Waffle House. This is her. This is it's this is pure her. I don't believe this is a publicist. Yeah, but honestly, she, she doesn't even need to promote anything because now she's in the cycle. I mean, the moment she just turns up at a Waffle House, I mean, look at us. We're like two faggots. We couldn't grab our microphone soon enough. We're just yeah. like, bloop, 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 her face. Yeah. I'm, and she's getting more, she's, she's going to get two, how many people listen to our podcast? Four million. She's going to get four million <laughs> free, free advertising well, to four million people. And Come she, on. well, and like, I texted you like Lana Del Rey and you were like, got it. Like it wasn't, we didn't even <laughs> have a it. conversation right. about it. Like it was just like Lana Del Rey. Cause it was and, literally, <laughs> literally five minutes. Minutes after Literally. they were just like, oh, Lana Del Rey is waiting tables at a Waffle House in Alabama. We were just like, done. <laughs> yeah, like, okay, so here's some interesting Leah Michelle will deal about. with you another time. We have yes. pressing business, bitch. Yes. Okay, here's some things to think about. Norman fucking Rockwell toured in 2019. So that's that's like a little bit ago. That was a decent album. I actually like that one. And then 
there's now a promotional tour for, did you know that there's a tunnel under the ocean Boulevard or there's a tunnel? Did you know that there's a tunnel under ocean Boulevard? It's on promotional tour right now. So my thought is. Wait, so she's on tour right now. That's what you're telling me. I think she might be on tour. So in the middle of a tour, she's like, I want to go to Waffle House and pretend like I work there. I think that is exactly what's happening. So unhinged. I, all I can think about right now is how fucking much I hate the name of that stupid long titled album. Like I, did, giving, I hate her based on that. It's giving Panic like, at the Disco. What Fiona are we Apple here? did that it's when giving, Lana Del Rey was giving, like two years old. Enough. We get it. It is giving Panic at the Disco. <laughs> uh, I hate it. I hate it. Just give me like Lana, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Love that. Born to uh, Fry. Call it Waffle House. Who gives a shit? Just call that, it. That, Waffle, Waffle House. house. Yeah. Chemtrails over the Waffle House. Chemtrails, Waffle House and Trap House, because like some of our albums have, have trap music on it. That always threw me for a loop. I'm like, Lana, we're really taking some liberties. liberties. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> okay, but they're so, saying it okay. is in contrast with her traditional approach found in her other work. And she said the album was totally effortless. What is that? So mean? was her performance on SNL. So Period. Really, Slam. Just giving the people what they want for eleven years. Yeah, zero no effort idea. was zero effort was put in. Uh-huh. There are song lyrics on the new album that contain the lyrics: "I took a train to Spain, just a notebook in my hand. Then I went to see some friends of mine down in Florence, Alabama." So some people are saying that. Uh, oh, she's like her going appearance to the was connected to the to uh, got it the lyrics in this song. I guess the name of the song is Paris, Texas. She's oh, giving us big so many geographies. Right it's giving Paris, big Swift. Oh, so she's writing about. Oh God, this is even worse than I thought it was. It is. <laughs> of course, it is. She's like showing it's up in precious. the towns that she's writing about in her music. Mm-hmm. You know what? I'm back to thinking the publicist is a piece of shit again. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If the publicist fucking knew what she was doing, there would be like, you know, brand deals. She'd be on like a commercial on Peacock right now, like at Waffle House, like singing her song. Doing her little turnaround. Yeah, doing her turnaround. There is no publicist. There, I, yeah, no? I think, there I think can't Are you be. looking? Are you looking? No, no there can't I, be. I don't want to know that there is one. Because I want to be right. If no, I think. But again, I don't do research because I just want to claim authority. No, but guys, like, if there that. was a publicist, like, we would know all the information from the articles. Like, the reason you hire a publicist is so that when you do something like this, they then go to CNN and say, "Hi, when you write this article, like, make sure you say this, this, and this, please. Thank you." <laughs> guys, is this is this just one humongous conspiracy theory? Like what's I happening? I think it actually is. Like, no, what she's done is she walked into a Waffle House, put on a waitress uniform, stayed there for an hour, and is now getting hundreds of thousands of hours of free press for her brand. Yeah, we fell no, right into it. You're right. Uh, kudos. No, she almost barely, I'm Dominant. struggling to fix this bitch. I'm telling you, because she just played this whole podcast. So no, you're right. Dominic, you're so right. Dom, we were hoodwinked. Well, we were, we were, but I think the, the real kicker about Lana is that she, despite her SNL performance, she's vocally accomplished. She has a three octave range. She's a contralto. Um, she does have the vocal chops and she has a very unique sounding voice. Please do not crucify for me what I'm about to say, but in certain instances, her voice gives me 
like Cher resonance because Cher has that very deep voice. Adama, your face looks like you're going shut to the absolutely podcast kill off. me. Everyone <laughs> shut their, their, their fucking iPods off. If you are in a car listening to this, I want you to steer it off of a fucking cliff. <laughs> I want you to burn in Liana and Zerillo's name. I'm so sorry. I knew How it was going to hurt feelings. dare you? But I think not, they're not similar, but I'm saying there's a similar resonance in that very seldom do you get a deep voiced woman mm-hmm. that gets a lot of press and a yeah, lot yeah, of push. Yeah, 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 it's yeah, unusual. Yeah, yeah. Interesting so, fact, Lana Del Rey, also 77 years old. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I get what you're, but like, I think what Leanne is trying to say is that like, she has a lot of actual talent and potential that like, sure. it's not. And she's just not needing it. But she's just not needing but it But instead, all. she's just pouring coffee at the Waffle House. She might be over it. You know, she might just be, she might just be post-famous. She might have been born post-famous. She might have had, you know, after the SNL thing, maybe she was giving it her all in 2012 and the world turned on her and she was probably like, fuck this, fuck you. I'm going to stay famous and I'm going to like fart on the Pope or wait tables at Waffle House. Ooh, farting on the Pope would have been a good fix. Might say oh, that but just whatever. And she was probably just like, I'm good at what I do. I like what I do. I'm going to release these albums, like it or not. And I'm just going to keep being Lana Del Rey. She doesn't seem to give a shit, which she I does do not. normally find that attractive. In a I like human. the, I don't give a shitness of it. You're jogging my memory a little bit because I think before this, she wore a mask to an event. And this is, keep in mind, it's 2020. It's the height of COVID. People are like croaking left and right and kind of still are in some parts of the world right now. Um, she wore a mask to an event that was it was a like, see-through diamond gauze. Like wasn't a mask. yes, yes, yes. So I think she caught a lot of shit for that. Yeah. And then was like, actually, I'm not wrong about anything. It's other people that are the problem. Right. And usually well, I admire that Mariah Carey level of of, insanity. of no personal responsibility. Yeah. But people were dying, Lana. Like, pull it together. Pull it together. Boo, but that's like how then she went into chemtrails over the country club or whatever. It's like, right, then she was like COVID. Like, you know what I mean? It was like her little thing of being like, you know, I'm like anti-mask kind of like thing. And right, then and she was, was like, dating a cop at the time. I was like, couldn't be me, girl. And then she like leaned <laughs> into, but then she like leaned into the like conspiracy theory, like fandom. You know what I mean? Which is so interesting because with white ladies in particular, and I am a white person, but like with white ladies in particular, there is a very much like, oh, into like something for the aesthetic to right wing conspiracy bizarro pipeline. And I yeah. think that... I think maybe like that brand of terminally online lady might have been evolving into that. And she, and I think because she is more calculated than we maybe gave her credit for, mm-hmm. she was leaning into that heavily. Yeah. I mean, that seems because I don't, I only know a handful of true Lana Del Rey fans. I'm also in my late seventies, so I probably wouldn't associate <laughs> with someone who is, but Stop I mean, even just like, in the, you know, in our little pop culture bubble, I don't, I know that everyone knows her, but I only know a handful of people that are obsessed with her. Um, well, I mean, we could go round and round and around into QAnon spin forever, sure. but about Lana no, Del Rey, and if she is fooling us or not about this Waffle House thing, which I do think that she is now. Now I'm back on the like conspiracy theory train that she like is a mastermind. I think we have to fix her. I mean, that's the part of this podcast that. Yep. Lana Del Rey.
AKA Lana Del Poop. AKA, what is her real name? <laughs> Elizabeth Woolridge Grant. Yes. What I want Lana to do is she is going to secretly book like a Taylor Swift era's stadium tour, but no one knows. But this is the thing no one knows that it's happening and it's not zero dollars. No. Okay. I'm shook. Wait, I'm going back on it. You pay when you get there. <laughs> <laughs> like it's $25 to get in the door <laughs> Wait, it's 20 it's $25 to get in the door okay and this, this is, is what's gonna this is what's gonna happen she's going now that she was at Waffle House and she was like fucking wherever like pouring coffee for no reason at all and like being a freak she's gonna just show up to like Waffle House-esque places like obviously it will be like you know, they'll have it planned out in the future, but like she will just be running the McDonald's drive through for an hour. And that McDonald's drive through is going to be near a stadium that she is then going to be like, basically is just going to be running the drive through. And then an hour later, she just leaves and goes to the stadium tour. And by people seeing that she's like running the McDonald's drive through or is like a waitress at Cracker Barrel or is handing out orders at Wendy's or being the person on roller skates at Sonic. You know what I mean? Like as she's doing all these, like uh, what did you call poor person cosplay? Like yes, poor person cosplay, like roles. It's like then a hint. And then social media explodes when you, when they see a video of Lana Del Rey, it's like skating out to give you like a cherry. What was it? Like a route 66 cola or whatever they get it at Sonic. And then like, you know that whatever stadium is like right near that Sonic is where she's going to be playing in like an hour and a half. And so then it's absolute pandemonium and cars just like line up and you basically just like pay $25 to go into her show or like, like uh, Garth Brooks does like every person pays $60. You know what I mean? Like, and it doesn't matter if you're, so it combats the Taylor Swift. Like I don't have $1,500 to like be in like level 85,000, like Mars level to like watch Taylor Swift. It's like everyone pays $60 and you're just like have to be there ready to go and like be watching social media for when she's in your town. I live. And you just beeline to the stadium and then you walk in and she's literally just like, literally, excuse me. Literally. Like, in the video games like, you know, and you're just like it gives the worst concert you've ever shower, seen right? yeah gives the worst concert you've ever seen but also never forget that there's that video of like her singing on the stage and then that one person's just being carried out because they fainted have you ever seen that video uh, the only way I think that could be better Chris if it was pay what you wish <laughs> <laughs> And it's like to her like cash app account. Like right. it's like her cash app. Like it's like that's like the other part of it. Is you're just like, it's not even Venmo because that's like too highbrow for her. It's like you're sending like your cat, her money on cash app. I I literally am dead at the, th- like the thought of pay what you wish, like Lana Del Rey Sunday. <laughs> like, like she's it's a museum. Yeah. Right. Oh my God. All right. That's your pitch. That's my Iconic pitch. fix. Okay. <sighs> Christopher. I'm so, I'm so nervous. I, you know, I've been, I have been accused no, of invalidating your pitches and ma- for it. many weeks I have not. I want but you to do it. I want this. This is a serious podcast and I want it to be taken seriously and I want the pitches to be evaluated seriously. What you have pitched will result in the deaths of thousands <laughs> of children. 
know. That was thing I was thinking. Like, is you were literally like you, you're, you're, she would you're, love that. Like, that's you're trying to point. remove her fan. You're trying to remove her subreddit base from the planet by doing you're this. Woodstock '96 thing. You are really, people. but with more death. Yeah, no fire, just just trample deaths. <laughs> so I rebuke your idea, both in spirit. Well, no, just that's in, it's a two spirit idea. So I rebuke them in both spirits. That's what I'm doing. I rebuke thee, Satan. I, my idea, you know, Lana Del Rey is sub, I always want someone to lean into being more ridiculous, especially if they already are ridiculous, because there are some people who have been so ridiculous that all they can do is make it worse. Like it's not about redemption for her she's already done many ridiculous things she's already been a waitress at waffle house so correcting that i don't think is is going to be possible so what i want her to do simply is uh to file paperwork to be (laughs) you don't even you don't know what i'm going to say Leanna's already filing the paperwork. <laughs> Leanna started. Wait, Leanna, you I was didn't like, even say anything, and Leanna started click clacking the keys to like open up a document I, to just be ready to do opening so. up a bank account. She doesn't know what the paperwork is for. I could. She maybe I'm having her apply for citizenship in Finland. You have no idea. You got to get ready. So you have to. You got to stay ready. So you have to get ready. So okay. I think that she should, I I think she should be a third party uh, candidate for vice president for the United (laughs) States of America. I think that she should be Cornell West's VP. I have truly no words. No one dies. You're not going to have to hear her bullshit for at least a year because she'll be on the campaign trail. I'm sure she'll show up to events nude or with a tit hanging out or I, I don't know, with a crooked wig like this, you put her, put her, put her on the world stage. She's been begging for it for such a long time up her profile. Let's see what she's made of for God's sakes. Let's just do it. Just do it. Give her what she wants. She's already punked us by having us do this podcast about her. Give her what she wants a, a, a power on the world stage. Dominic, that, I'm letting it wash all over me and like imagine bathe in it. Imagine Lana Del Rey and Marianne Williamson like being in the same room together. Having to <laughs> the way they would have my vote pop. so fast. They would have my vote so fucking fast. Well, here's here's a, here's an even better question. Has anyone ever seen them in the same room together? <laughs> I hate you so much. <laughs> I love you so much. And the answer is no. <laughs> it is now your turn to you may give us feedback. You can talk about what you're thinking. You are having to now pick between myself or Dominic's God, what, like, and what a choice to make. Two, two beautiful models stand before me. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> really you can verbalize. Pause you can, yeah, you I'm can trying, verbalize. I know, because like pregnant pause on podcast doesn't really translate. But yeah. I have to say, I really love... Lana for vice president. I think this country's going to hell anyway. I say, you know, why not throw the baby out with the bathwater on this one? Could you imagine being like, hot summer nights under the flag? Like, I could really see her instead of the national anthem. That would be the new national anthem. Like, she would be singing, He's my Yankee Doodle Dandy. Like, something like, right? Like, yes. Yep. 
Yes. yes. And American. instead of instead of putting her hand on a Bible, she just gets choked by Marilyn Manson <laughs> on the <laughs> That's her swearing in. Oh my God. Right? Uh, it's a it's whole a new era for us. It's it's a feast for the eyes and the ears. <laughs> I think I have Lana's campaign slogan. Lana for Americana. Oh. I think she's really going to run the mile Wait, with that. That's wow. regardless of if she does do this or not, like she should 100% on her website have a button that's like like a campaign button that's just a, a campaign of her. button. Campaigns under the chemtrails. Yeah. I don't know. There's so chemtrails much chemtrails under chemtrails and campaign trails. I yes, I will bet you a thousand dollars that the name that not only will she listen to this podcast, but that her next album will be called Lana Americana. Lana Americana. I do think I'll so. I'll die. I will die. All right, oh so Dominic God. wins. The elegant solution and the only solution is that she must <laughs> run, run for, for vice, vice president, president of this great she nation. She has no other choice. Come off tour and do that. I salute you. <laughs> Thank you. And then like I have my hand on my heart as I'm saying that. I really do. Like the bald eagle cries out over like the visage of Lana Del Rey carved into that statue in North Dakota. <laughs> I love this country it's... and I would not suggest that if I didn't believe in the idea. Please, Lana. I'm a patriot. So... At heart. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> well, we did it. Um, Leanna, where can people find you? Oh, where can people find me? I have nothing to plug. I am like not a SoundCloud rapper. I'm not a comedian. I am not in show business, but I have two semi-famous internet birds. So if you want to check out my strange little parakeets, Pinto and Peanut, we have 7,000 followers on Instagram. I know it's a big deal. We're looking for the brand deals. We're ready to go, but you can find us at the Pintogram. You bring this up I, at the very end. You bring this up. I We're do. about to, to locate Shelly, and you literally are just like, I'm going to say something 10 times more interesting than Lana Del Rey. I have Is to it go really 10 times more. Yes. Lana, who gives a shit about Lana Del Rey? I want to hear about these fucking birds. I'm going oh, there right iconic. now. I'm going Wait, there too. Very, I'm going to Instagram right now. Very quickly, Dominic, know that in their home, her and her husband both put one of them on their shoulders and walk around the house the entire time. Of course. And the birds do. fight. It's they amazing. They have a palatial estate, they have their own room. I'm surprised we, we haven't heard them on that. the podcast at all. I was nervous because Peanut was popping off outside. I was like, shut that fucking bird up no, yeah. I'm just kidding. I love him. Like, um, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. he's like I'm on mom okay I'm on. so follow the pintogram um Dominic <laughs> where can people find you you can find me at my website domentary.com where you'll be linked to all my socials at Dominic Pupa and watch that space because I'll be announcing the dates and cities for my holiday shows anytime now that's there's no joke Christmas there just I came really early for me anytime Christopher <laughs> DeRosa, where where can the people find you for more of you? You can find me at the Chris DeRosa. You can find the show at Fixing Famous People. Please leave a review and let us know who you want us to fix next. Um, I wish you both well, and let's all say it together. One, two, three. Where's Shelly? Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.